Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, segment number two of today's episode. And might I remind you that all our shows are always done in podcast format. So wherever you get your podcast at, type in Steelers Blitz, and that is with a beautiful Z at the end of Blitz. And... You'll be able to find us. Subscribe to us. Leave a comment. Have fun with it. You know how we like you when you do what you do. But when we were finishing up that first segment, we were talking about how we were going to come back to this thing and talk about two things that we wanted to see happen from the Steelers offensively and two things we wanted to see happen defensively in this matchup against the Colts on Monday night. Now, we started off with the defense side because we know Wesley Euler loves the defense. <laughs> but defense does not <clears throat> get you TV ratings. Defense does not sell you tickets. Defense doesn't have your little seven-year-old saying, oh, dad, look, I want to be like him when I grow up. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to the most important side of the field, the offensive side of the ball. <sighs> I feel like all of, the, uh, all, all of my defensive – ancestors are like rolling over right now just like listen, you really I, listen, just say that out his mouth listen, I, I can't believe when, he just said that I know when you, I know when you were I know when you were coming up I know when you were coming up through the high school ranks right playing offensive line and linebacker just punishing people out there I know you you really wanted to be the quarterback or you really wanted to be the oh, run you wanted to be yeah. the running back didn't you you wanted to walk through the walls the uh, yeah. the halls of high school and say running back the running back the y'all running back the running back mhm I was going to try to grow my hair out and call me sunshine but it ain't work so well. Well, I'll, I'll get I'll get that part covered for you. How about that? Uh, there we go. I'm grateful. I'm very grateful. <laughs> so, switching over to the offensive side of the ball, the side that is most important to all of us this year because of some of the things that we've seen from the offense this year. We got to talk about it. So, we'll start with you once again, man. Two things Ooh. that you want to see happen. What's your first thing? Player, player. Okay, so – Quick little preference here, right? Two things that I think Kenny Pickett has done well post bye week. Obviously, the one is is the ball security. Oh Lord, here, here you go with all these caveats, all these little new amendments that you just be entering into the equation. Where was all this energy when it was defense? That's how I can tell you really an offensive now, hold guy. Hold on, because on defense, nope, nope, nope. Because when we was on defense, you ain't give me no. All right, well, look, I'm gonna give you two things specifically about this player. And there's two things specifically about this team. And I'm going to give two things about the coordinator, too. You want to do all that for the defense. But now we on offense. You can see where your loyalty lies. 
Mm-mm. Well, you know that everyone has accused mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. has accused me mm-hmm. of being a Kenny Pickett loyalist, and you know the university that, that's be, that's the because university you're that he computer. attended. Yeah, I mean, you know, I get accused of that all the uh-huh. time. So, I guess you caught me. Caught me in 4K. Uh, I'm just saying, man. I saw that Duquesne. Uh, I said Duquesne Blue. I saw that Pitt Blue <laughs> you had on earlier. That's because Duquesne is the only school in the city that matters. It's because I think about the Dukes. <laughs> Two things in these last two games since the bye week, Motsi, that uh, that Kenny Pickett has done well. Number one, obviously, is ball security, right? We, we yeah. talked a lot about the turnovers. He hasn't had that in the last two weeks. Um, he, he's done a good job of taking care of the football. He's he's pulled it down and, and taken what the defense has given him. If, if it's there to run, he's thrown it away if nothing's there. I think he's been better in that regard, certainly. The second is his pocket presence. I, I think he's gotten a little bit more comfortable in the pocket. It's, it's still not a... A finished product by any means, right? But, you know, you and I had talked about this, how, you know, a a lot of times he had a clean pocket and he was still bailing out and he was almost working against himself in that way and and not helping his offensive line in the process. Both those things, I think, have gotten better over the last two weeks. Again, not not perfection, not a Mona Lisa, uh, not a finished product by, by any means, but better. So the first thing that I want to see from this offense on Monday relates directly to Kenny Pickett, and that is... Oh, I don't know. I might get some. I might get some mean tweets over this one, Motsi. But I'm just. I, I. I. I just. I just said improvement areas. All right. The, the, Ooh, I'm a teller. The next. It's because you ne- went to Penn State. That's why. <laughs> I'm a big, big Nittany Lions guy. Went to Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the yep. the next area, the next uh, facet that I want to see Kenny Pickett improve that will improve this offense starting Monday night is so I. I got to see him starting to be more than a one read quarterback. And, Ooh, okay. you know, this is another thing that you and I have discussed when, when his first read is there, he is, he's done a good job of making the throws. You saw that a few times, certainly this past Sunday to, to George Pickens and what was really encouraging in that regard. But when he was in college at Pitt, Kenny Pickett didn't have to do much of in terms of progression of his reads because one Jordan Addison was always open he's the best wide receiver in college football and two and he is still proving that he, cer- <laughs> he certainly has certainly has oh, I was about to say yeah uh, he 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 gonna be a top 10 pick this this year in the draft I think uh certainly certainly mm-hmm. certainly first rounder um Kenny Pickett a lot of it pit it was Jordan Addison if Jordan Addison is not, then the rare occasion that Jordan Addison wasn't open, I'm going to pull it down and I'm going to use my mobility and I'm going to gain some yards here. And that obviously worked out very well for him at Pitt. They won a lot of games his senior year, ACC championship. He's a Heisman finalist on down the list there. But now at the NFL, that's you know that's got to change. You've got to get that out of his game because if your first read isn't there, you can't just you know you can't just pull it down and run all the time. I want to see a little more progression. You know, you and I have pointed out. Uh, at times in the past, when you go back and look at the All-22, you know he's looking at the right side of the field at Pat Fryermuth and Deontay Johnson's wide open uh, running down the left side of the field. Uh, everyone's pointed out that pass to Zach Gentry on Sunday into triple coverage when Connor Hayward was, was wide open, right? Uh, I, I want to see Kenny progress in his progressions. That's, I think, the next step of this rookie development as we've seen him start to do some good things post-bye week these last two weeks. I would like to see them set him up in situations offensively with calls where he is able to go through those progressions. And I want to see that development as kind of the next step here going forward for Kenny Pickett, for the offense. And I think that that would be huge because it feels like they've starting to get something here in the run game. We we know the George Pickens connection is there. Um, 
if, if if Kenny can start to build that element of his game too, that's where I think this offense can really start to come together down the stretch. So that's number one for me on Monday night. There we go. No, I definitely like that, man. And if we do get those things, that would be pretty, pretty good. Pretty because good. That, but that is a part of what young quarterbacks struggle with in the sense of seeing the field, going through the progressions, but not just seeing it and going through the progressions, also trusting themselves. That's something that Kenny, um, he has to continue to work at, and it's never linear. It's some plays where he does do that, some plays where he doesn't. But when you're a young quarterback out there, man, it's like, you know, sitting on traffic, you know, or sitting on the interstate looking at the, <laughs> the cars go by and how fast they can fly at times. That's what it feels like because of the speed of this thing. So for Kenny, man, he's going to have to get that done. And if he can, then great, because that would mean that we have one of those type of quarterbacks that you can build around and have success with. But if he does not show that he can do those things consistently, well, that's where you start to have some real questions and stuff like that. But he's still early, so we'll see, man. We'll definitely see. But um, for me, man, I'm going to stick with uh, the – well, I guess Kenny, this does pertain to him directly because of the history that he's had even in the short term. But no turnovers. I want to see that continue, man. Um, <clears throat> When you talk about this offense, man, that was one of the things that they had been struggling with a lot this season, um, especially under Kenny. And we can make the – conversation of who they were completely responsible or who the responsibility falls towards to me I think that you know when you're talking about it being interceptions it's going to be partly on the quarterback and partly on the receiver Um, and that's just kind of how I always viewed it but they have to continue to not have turnovers Um, this team as we've talked about the margin of error is very tight small small chance for them to have success in some of these matchups just because of the youth because of some of the health elements and some of the talent as well. So they have to make sure that they possess this ball and that this ball matters to them. And when we've seen them do those things, they've been able to have some success. When you talk about last week against the Saints, they don't turn the ball over, they get out of that stadium with the win. You talk about on a Sunday versus the Bengals, they don't turn the ball over, they end up scoring 30 points for the first time this season. Yep. When I think of this team and I'm saying, hey, how do we continue to stay in the fight while we're working through these growing pains, <clears throat> while we're working through Kenny Pickett getting more comfortable with his reads, while we're working through Matt Canada becoming more consistent and better with making adjustments once defenses make adjustments to what he's doing, while we're working through all of this process, you have to protect the ball. And that's why for me, seeing two weeks now with no turnovers – I want that to happen again. Not saying that we haven't had opportunities where we put the ball potentially in harm's way, and that's the part of doing business. But we have to continue to keep that turnover uh, element at a goose egg for the offense um, for them to continue to be successful. So that's something that I want to see hopefully happen this Sunday. Yeah, it's it's you know that's been a again that's been an encouraging thing post bye week here, and and you're absolutely right. That is. You know, this team needs those margins, right? Like you, you and I have talked a lot. They matter, about, they matter for this team. They, yeah. they, they absolutely do. Um, you know, like for Cincinnati, that's a perfect example. What we just saw on Sunday, Cincinnati was minus two in the turnover battle, but they were still able to win that game. And that's just where the Bengals are as a team and as an offense right now. They can score enough to they, overcome that. Think about how funny that is, though. They were minus two and they won. When they were minus 
five, that's when they lost. <laughs> like, so but what? also think about it too. No, no, that's no, that's the overtime. Cincinnati in offense, overtime. right? They they were the, they were minus yeah. five, and it took a blocked a blocked extra point for the Steelers to to win that game in overtime. Yeah. Um, not, not just in overtime, not just winning in overtime. As as time is expiring, in overtime. right? Correct, like, we went all the way in this thing. We like went, we went real like, deep. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had our, we had ourselves a near uh, four and a half hour football game out there in Cincinnati. I'm like, bro, how does this team have five turnovers and you're in overtime going down to the wire? Like this makes zero sense, man. It's wild. It is, and that's you know there's there are some offenses in the National Football League that they can score enough points, they can quick strike, that they can. You know, they can walk that tightrope and sometimes get away with it. Cincinnati's one of them. You know, the Bills are one of them. The Chiefs are one of them. But the Steelers are, are not one of those teams right now. And maybe during your era, at times they were, right? Killer B era, you know, Ben was going to take some risks with, with AB and company. And sometimes you'd end up losing the turnover battle, but you almost always looked up and you still had over 30 points and, and still a solid chance. You know what they tell us? Hold him to a field goal. Hold him to a field goal. That's when when your defense was running back out yeah. there. <laughs> running back out there. Oh, hold him, hold him to a oh field Lord. Goal. Oh, Lord. What are we going to do? <laughs> I we, we, we year of our, our transition was this. Was this 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017? Because it's, it's very different in terms of our response to each of those years. <laughs> You, uh, there are certain offenses in the National Football League that can get away with that because they're going to score enough points. But the Steelers, as they are constructed right now, are, are not one of those offenses. I think we can all agree on that. They need to win the turnover battle. They need to be buttoned up on offense in the margins, right? That's where the Steelers mm-hmm. have to win games right now. They need the defense to do its part, obviously, and, and we've discussed that. But they need the offense to, to be buttoned up, to get points when they can. Hopefully you get some positives on special teams like you did on Sunday, right? Some some field-flipping type returns there from from Sims and, and what he's been able to do in that regard. You've got to be buttoned up. You've got to be a, 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 a net positive in the margins to win games down the stretch here. That's just where the Steelers are at right now, and I think that's, that's very well said by you. Um, you you have to at least be even in the turnover battle, if not plus one, plus two. Hey, maybe even plus right. three. Um, that's how this this team is going to win games down the stretch, and particularly here, you know, on Monday night on the road in Indy, and then you're going on the road again the following week. Um, you know, you're, you're not going to have the crowd behind you. Although I would anticipate a lot of Steelers fans showing up in both Indy and Atlanta. It's it's obviously not a home game at Ackershire Stadium. Got to win in the margins. Home ish. Home ish. It's home ish. Home ish. Well, there are. I tell you what. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Steelers fans in Indy. Although there's a lot of Steelers fans everywhere, uh-huh. so it's, that's not like that's breaking. Come news. on, man. That's not like that's yeah. breaking news. There's Steelers fans everywhere. Oh, really? In Indy, look, you don't say. Speaking from personal experience, man, I, I anticipate there being a good, good turnout yeah. of Steelers fans in Indy. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And the one way the offense can reward their loyalty is by taking care of that football. Mm-hmm. So number two for me, Arthur Motes, for this offense. On Monday night football, five days from now against the Colts. Uh, Exciting times. Can I? Is it too much to ask for a for a productive sixty minutes? No, I don't think so. Why not? We saw a productive thirty minutes on Sunday against they the Bengals. They say asking you shall receive. That's what they say. You know the Steelers' offense really showed positive signs. Really showed growth in that first half before I think regressing. A little bit in the second half. Um, I, I want to see that full sixty-minute effort. I, I want to see them.
continue to be able to run the football like they did in the first half on Sunday, like they were able to do against the New Orleans Saints. I want to see Kenny continue to take some shots downfield like we saw on Sunday. Um, the play-action game was there at times in the first half. The mobility element that, that Kenny brings in the pocket was there. The Bengals were able to adjust. The Steelers were not able to do the same, and and the difference was clear there from the first 30 minutes to the second 30 minutes. To me, Motsi, that's another one of the final steps in the you know the the maturation process for this offense. It's it's great that you were able to score 30 points. It's great that you had that first half against Cincinnati, but now you got to do it do it for 60 minutes. And you know you're you're playing a a team in the Colts that is has been very up and down. But they're missing some key pieces on defense, certainly. You know, they, they made some trades before the deadline. They've lost some key guys to injury. Um, and so, for me, this is a, a real opportunity to have that 60-minute type performance take care of the football. And, right, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to go out there and score 35 points or something like that. But take care of the football, consistently stay ahead of the sticks, and, uh, you know, help your defense in that process as well, too. Take advantage when your defense does give you those uh, those advantageous situations, like when T.J. Watt intercepted that football and, and you had to settle for a field goal, right? Um, that, to me, I want to see 60 minutes from this offense. We have not seen that yet this season, and uh, I think this is the time. If it's, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. And uh, I, that is, is my second thing here for, for Monday night as it relates to the offense. I like it. So for me, man, my second thing I have put was continue scoring points. Ooh. 30 points is what they scored last week. The most that we've seen this offense score this season. And I personally thought that was the best this offense has looked at times this season. So to me, man, when I think of, you know, uh, Monday night and what I want to see, I want to see this team continue to just get in the end zone and put points up where there's touchdowns, where there's field goals. When you're scoring as frequently or as much as they did last week, now we know the last touchdown came at the end of the game, but it still put them in position to go for an onside kick while they were one score away. So I don't even view that as true garbage time because we were one score away once that touchdown happened. But with that, though, I do want to see that just continuing to be the case because we've talked about how the progression of this offense this season has went. First it was, can we get past three and out? Then it was, can we get cross midfield? Then it was, can we get in the red zone? And then it was, can we at least score some points? Now it's, hey, we're in the red zone, but we need to score touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Then we started to score touchdowns. So now it's like, can we continue to score touchdowns? Can we continue with this progression that we've been seeing? And I think that it's definitely capable. I think it is a really good opportunity for the Steelers this week against this Colts team. But as a whole, we got to keep scoring. You know, this team can win if this offense is able to do that a little bit more consistently because I don't anticipate this defense giving up 37 points again, or at least not this week. I don't anticipate that happening. So those are the scenarios where you're looking and you're saying, man, if the offense is going to be able to score like that, man, we have to make sure that we do our part defensively, but offensively you have to score. Being able to score the way they did last week, the past two weeks, man, that is a huge, huge benefit, man. So for me, I would definitely want to see the just continuing of scoring points. Yeah, you know that's that's absolutely true. Like we we've seen 
at times, even when the Steelers have, have struggled to score points, that they've been able to move the ball, right? Like we we talked about that a lot against uh, in the aftermath of that that um, debacle up there in Buffalo. How you know what? Like between the twenties, you were moving the football. You just kind of you, you know you 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 stumbled over yourself whenever you got down into the shadow of the other team's end zone. Um, you're right. That's that's another one of those things for this offense in terms of the consistency. Can you consistently score more points? Um, and there's there's been some encouraging returns there. You know, the, only 20 against the Saints, right? But you, you certainly had some more opportunities there, and and some you know some issues on special teams. Uh, I'm with you though. I think, man, y- you could score at least three touchdowns against these guys, right? You can get a couple extra points, maybe, or a couple of field goals. Pardon me, 24, 27, 30, something like that uh, feels attainable against the Colts on Monday night, and that would be an encouraging sign of progress for me if if they were able to do that two weeks in a row. No, 100%, man. It definitely would. And like I said, man, they're going to have opportunity for that, man. This Colts defense is – they're good deep, uh, a good defense, but they're banged up, man. Um, they yeah. still have some talented players out there. Obviously, Stephon Gilman, they got some guys up front. They can get after the passer. But no Shaquille Leonard, man, that's 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 still a big, big hole that they're going to be trying to fill. Huge. And yeah. that's something that we're going to have to take advantage of, man. When you're talking Nigel, when you're talking Pat Fryer movement, that's, those are some situations where – we have to make it look like he's not out there. Yes, you you are one hundred percent correct. And uh, you know they they're like I said. I mean they are down probably their best player on defense. I think you and I both agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know we're 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 big uh, we're big Shaq Leonard guys. Anybody who's listened to this show over over the years knows that. Um, and he will not be out there patrolling the uh, the middle of the defense. For uh, and, and that's why I call it a peanut punch either. That's why I be trying to say you guys a little peanut punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for, for for the listener, listeners, they know what we're talking about. The maniac, as they call him in Indy, uh, yeah, will yeah. will will not be there. Um, uh, for 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 Monday Night Football, he's he's out for the rest of the season, correct? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, with the uh, the back injury, they the put back him on injury reserve. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so some real Actually, opportunity. I went back surgery uh, last week. I think it was went. Uh, yes, had back that's, surgery that's then, so. correct. Correct. So, yeah, real opportunity there uh, for the Steelers' defense to take advantage of a of a Colts unit that is is clearly not at full strength. Yeah, I like it. I like it. But you know what else is at full strength though? What uh, the fact we about to hit this commercial break and get ready for this final segment, oh. and when we do come back, you know, it's that time. The transition to talking about the turkey day that's coming up. So, you know, we can't wait to talk about that. But you don't want to touch that Dallas Arthur Most, Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs> 